Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Brothers One Mike, Season 4, Episode 17. Today we're going to be talking about making excuses when opportunities come with their own difficulties. Tony. Hey Joe, what's going on? What's going on out there at T-Bomb Land? Um, yeah, today's show, Joe, you know, I, I was thinking about this when we were, uh, you know, kind of writing the outline of it and how he wanted to approach this today. We actually did a show... Um, I think it was season two, maybe season one. Actually, I think it was season one. This is one of our, our first shows, audio only. And it was setting goals, making plans, or making excuses. Uh, and um, I think I might have a word off there in a title somewhere. But uh, folks, trust me, if you see the title, you'll know it's the show I'm talking about. As a matter of fact, even better yet, Joe, uh, and you're already shaking your head because you know exactly what I'm going to say to you. All we have to do is include that show in the description of this podcast show, this episode. And folks, I strongly, I went back and, and listened to that show uh, because I wanted to I wanted to make sure that I understood everything we said in that show. I didn't want to repeat everything we said. I want this to be like part two of this entire uh, understanding uh, this particular topic of making excuses uh, when plans become too difficult. In that goal-setting show that we did in the beginning, it was more about, uh, I talk a lot about the will, uh, where you, some some people, some motivational speakers use the will all the time. If you can remember when we talked about this in the show, where we touch on uh, our business life, our goals, our goals in our spiritual life, our goals in our personal life, um, you know, and, and how those are approached and where the excuses come into play and how you could tie all that together into one big happy family at the same time. So that's what that show was all about. Uh, a little disclaimer in the beginning of the show in the beginning of that show, if people click on it and listen to that show from season one, uh, in the beginning, it was us talking about a previous show. Uh, where we were trying to explain to people about what they should be asking their doctor when it comes to dietary eating plans such as intermittent fasting. Because some people were coming to us and saying they're not understanding where we're coming from when it comes to intermittent fasting. And so we gave a disclaimer in the beginning of that show. So if you click on it, folks, and you hear us talking about that in the beginning of the show, it is the right show. Don't click off of it. Um Sometime uh, not that far off into that show, we begin to talk about setting goals, making plans, or making excuses. Great show. And it ties into this one today, Joe. Let me ask you a question. Um, your photography, videography business, uh, at one point in time, uh, there was a lot you were doing when it came to website development. Um, do you still do any of that? I think I've asked you this question before. Yeah, I, I haven't really messed a, 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 a around with the website development uh, for quite some time, actually. It's just, uh, it's kind of taken on its own. There, there's so many different facets that have changed. I just, I have enough on my plate. So, so let me ask you this question. I, that's interesting you answered it that way. Um, when it comes to uh, three different three different concepts here, when it comes to the time that you have to put into it, it's got to be exhausting at times. Now, I know the answer to that because we talk off the air all the time about this stuff. But how much time do you think, if you had to take a guess, if somebody walked up to you on the street and they said, Joe, from Two Brothers and One Mike, how much time do you put into your videography and photography business on a weekly basis? 
Yeah, I I don't know that I'd be able to come up with a number. Um, it's it's a lot of time. <laughs> it's I, I mean, if I came up with a number, I'd probably be off. It would probably surpass what the amount of time in a week. Uh, you know, for one week, I, I just I'm not really sure. But um, what if somebody I, said, what if somebody I, well, said four hours? Yeah, no, I would I would laugh. <laughs> um, you know, I could say that you know a a five to ten minute video you're averaging about three to four hours worth of work yeah. uh, if it was shot properly and you're putting all the, if it's a multi-cam uh, uh, clip where you're throwing um, different angles in and different uh, uh, B-roll, they call it, right? Sort yeah. of like that. If somebody's talking about a pie and you're panning across a pie, that's like B-roll, uh, you know, if you have additional footage. And so, yeah, I, I would I would say for video about that, for a family session, a one-hour family session yielding about 25 uh, really good usable images, the editing process and everything that goes into that, you're probably looking at a good two and a half to three hours. And that's only because I leave the computer and come back to give my eyes a break. Um, most of what I do in family sessions, I'm able to get it right in the camera in the first place. And so actually my editing time uh, typically, I have, my turnaround time is 24 hours. People have their, their images the next day. So so there's that, and you didn't even mention anything about your drone business when it comes to real estate. Uh, and, 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 and that's, a, you know, that we could talk about that at another time. But my point being, time is of the essence, and there never really is enough time in the day. Yet, you don't make that excuse. You just keep on going and doing it. Leave it right there. When it comes to energy, some people might say, well, you're just sitting there at the, at the computer desk. You're just typing away and editing away and doing what you need to do to provide these people with the service that they've paid for. Uh, I can't imagine the amount of energy it takes to do that because of the focus. I think so, everyone thinks energy is this output from picking up a medicine ball and slamming it on the ground and running over and grabbing dumbbells and pressing them over your head and getting on your bike and spinning 100 miles an hour and jumping in the pool and swimming back and forth for 80 laps. Energy is so much more than that. How much energy goes into something like this when it comes to your business? Well, when you, when you bring the stress factor into it, because you're not just looking at the, the, you know, you're focusing to make sure that things are the right colors, uh, you know, skin tones and and backgrounds of the images aren't, you know, uh, uh, muddled or or what have you. Uh, sky placement, if you're doing a sky replacement, depending on the type of shoot that you're doing, you're also thinking about the whole time what your client is wanting to see, and so there's that stress factor that goes into it as well. Plus. You don't want your turnover, or your turnaround time to be too long either. They kind of want what they've paid for. Um, it's pretty interesting too, and that is a whole other rant um, where I talk about. I've talked about this before: how time is money, and uh, how a lot of folks devalue their time in the uh, in the idea of of keeping a client, but mm -hmm. but will devalue their own work. However, that all aside, that's again another show. Um, you know. When it comes down to it, just the amount of stress involved in trying to make sure that you're hitting the mark for your client because you're not them. And, and you know, you ha you could have the best ideas in the world and you could really think you're on the same page. It's not really going to always be, uh, you know, it's not always going to be the case. And it, yeah. only, it only takes it to happen one time. You only have to have one displeased client one time. 
before you realize, okay, I have to really buckle down. Now, mind you, on the side of that, you also have life around you and you have to figure out how to get that all into play as well. Uh, I own a home. There's yard work to be done this time of the year. This is the time of year where we're, we're closing down our yards and uh, kids and school and homework and you know, so there's all that. There's a lot of stress that's in, uh, involved in it. And I think stress is an energy within itself. Uh, folks, so you understand this, this was completely off the cuff just now. We don't script this conversation that we have with each other like that. So he wasn't sure what I was going to ask him. He knew I was going to ask him a question, had no idea what it was about. You're getting right there. You're getting, you're getting true the way he feels about, about these concepts when it comes to making excuses when you are, you know, well, we talked about this in terms of setting goals, but we're talking about this a little bit differently today. And I, what I want you guys to do is I want you to apply what Joe just said, okay, to, to how you feel about this situation when you apply to your own lives. And what I want to do is now the money thing, you brought up money, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But the other two concepts we want to talk about a little bit more right now and the first one being time. So I, I hate to use the word debunk, but but I want to debunk that theory that I don't have enough time. And here's here's what I mean by that. There isn't enough time in the day if you're a busy person, right? And it's good to be busy. It's good to be active. It's good to be moving. Uh, but so many times I see this, and and you know we said this in that show that Joe's going to have in the description of the podcast. We say this in all of our shows. This is not Joe and I coming after you and saying, we have the formula to perfection, follow us. This is us talking to you guys, realizing that we are on the clock as well. We're on the clock. We, we, can't, we, we can't deny that. We are human beings making mistakes on a regular basis. So, so this time thing, I use it as an excuse sometimes. I really do. And here's, here's my thing. It's not just, and Joe, this is not just hundreds of people. This is not just thousands of people. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with hundreds of thousands, and I'm really, I'm really lowballing this number, okay? And you'll know what I'm talking about when I say that. We have enough time to go on TikTok for three, four hours and just scroll and laugh and scroll and cringe and scroll and get mad and scroll and and we have enough time to do that but we'll actually use the excuse we didn't have enough time and i'm going to use you as an example to edit our family portrait videos that we did from the day before so that within 24 hours we can get those because we're providing a service and and time is of the essence um except people who work in the fast food industry nowadays. I'm glad I don't eat fast food like I used to as my ADD kicks in. Have you gone, when's it last, now let's be transparent here. Every now and then we have fast food, okay? Now we used to eat fast food like it was it was the only meal of the day in our 20s. And But when we started getting a different lifestyle, we have kids. You know, you want, you want kids, every kid's got to try McDonald's. We know how bad it is, but every kid's got to try. When's the last time you went to a fast food place? Uh, when it had to been over the summer on our way down to Florida because yeah. I had no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Exa well, that's what I'm saying. Um, and, and, and so, uh, when we talk about time of the essence and I joke about, 
uh, fast food restaurants. Folks, I went through a, a Burger King uh, about th- three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. And I'll, I'll even be transparent on what I got. I got a plain Whopper, an iced tea, and an apple pie. Yes, I got a Burger King apple pie. What I just mentioned there, besides the iced tea, no no sugar, no nothing, which, you know, that's fine. Um, but the, the bun on the Whopper, the meat was not quality, and I'm eating an apple pie. There was nothing good about that. Nothing. But I was starving. I grabbed it on the go. And... I was in line for almost 40 minutes. In 40 minutes, there were like four cars. I wanted to pull off of that drive-thru so bad, but I, I, I stayed in the game. I could, thought have, maybe could have easily went in and made your own. Uh, yeah. I, I still remember how it's done, I think. I, I went in there. I could have went in there, went up on level four. Folks, we are Burger King workers. Uh, I could have went up on level four and had that place running 100 miles an hour. I say 20 seconds tops each car going off the drive-thru. They never would have been more proud. But nonetheless, time is of the essence unless you're a fast food worker. And if you're a fast food worker and I just offended you, I don't care. Um, it's, it's a simple fact. It's a joke. But you guys got to get on your game out there in McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's land. I'm, I'm extremely happy I don't eat fast food the way I used to. So that being said, that being said, you can't tell me that time is of the essence, uh, that, that there's not enough time. Okay. You can't tell me time is of the essence. You cannot tell me there's not enough time in the day. And then I see you on Facebook. Uh, and how, well, how are you seeing me on Facebook? I do go on Facebook. And I do notice that in my notifications, you've just posted eight times in the last hour. So the, the, the thing about it is this, folks. And we're all guilty of this. I've been on Facebook one time. I remember one time I was on Facebook for over an hour and a half. Hour and a half. And, and, I, and I got up from, I, I scolded myself, and I didn't go back on Facebook for two days. I, I was, what are you doing, you know? And it's, it's, it's an addiction. It's an addiction. So, and I'm just using that as one example. You can't tell me you don't have the time. If it's a goal you have, it's a, if it's a dream you have, if it's an opportunity that you want to take a hold of, you can't sit there and make the excuse, well, you know what, I don't have enough time. There's just not enough time out there in a day for me to go ahead and chase after that. Meanwhile, meanwhile, there you are on Twitter. I mean, and and I'm just using social media as one example. There's so many other uh, situations that we could we could put in in that example. I don't know if you could think of any any situation where people um, don't chase after what they truly want because they say they have no time, but then they're doing other things. Things. I mean, is there anything you could think of off the top of your head? Uh, off the top of my head, I nope. Uh, no. Yes, I, I know that such things exist. I just uh, you put me on a spot. <laughs> if you, if you, if you come up, folks, I told you we don't script this stuff. Uh, if I, if you, not I, if you come up with something during this particular podcast, by all means, interrupt me and let me know what it is because I don't want to just stick with social media. That's your job right now. You have a job. Uh, and that job, uh, you have one job, and that job is to try to think of something else that uh, people will put so much time into, and yet they don't have time to chase after an opportunity. I, I got it now. Time. I got it now. Yeah. Oh, so a simple Netflix binge. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, okay. that, you know. I mean, we don't have a half an hour to walk. Just walk on a treadmill at yeah. a very low mile per hour low grade like doesn't even have to be a big incline 
for a half an hour, but we'll sit on a couch and watch three hours of our favorite episodes. And listen, I do it too, but I, I do the, the workout thing first. And, and also like you can trans it's on, it's on every mobile device now, like put it on the treadmill. There, that, that isn't even a, a good excuse anymore because you could mm-hmm. literally do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know that that's exactly the best example. It's a great because example. it could easily uh, uh, be done at the same time, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I would I would go with that. It's a great example, and we can just use the 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 act of exercising, and, and combine it with social media or not social media. As I'm stuck, I'm stuck in the social media example now, and combine it with the the Hulu and the Netflix binging and Prime. Uh, you know, you're watching the Obi One series, all you Star Wars fans, and the next thing you know, you've watched all eight episodes, and the sun went up and the sun went down. Um, I I listen when Ozark. Uh, was out. Uh, I mean, I absolutely, I, I couldn't believe what was happening to the birds. Marty Bird. I, if I was having a bad day, I just watched Marty Bird for an hour uh, and realized things weren't so bad in life. So uh, that was a fantastic series. And um, the great thing with him, though, you would never know it. He never, no, he, he never stressed. He never. A, yeah. Yeah. He's he's a fantastic actor. Jason Bateman is a fantastic actor. Um. And the young lady, I can't remember her name now, who played Ruth. Uh, wow. I mean, they, they, there were some great actors and actresses in that show. And and it would draw you in. Handmaid's Tale. Because you are you feel like you're watching what may happen in this world someday. And it draws you in. And and you next thing you know, the thing I like about Handmaid's Tale is they go old school. You could only, one, only watch one episode a week. Uh, unless you didn't watch it for the past four weeks and then, which I, then I give you, then you get a, you get a free, you get a free pass. If you haven't watched it for four weeks, I'll get, you go ahead and binge. coach. Tony's giving you a free pass on that one. Um, but yeah, we, we do, we get drawn into the electronics and into the, that blue light. And Gina Bria talked a lot about that. We talked uh, our anthropologist who talks about hydration. And then we talked a lot about it in the show where we get drawn in and it's, it's just, it's mesmerizing to us. And we, we say we don't have enough time, but we have all the time in the world for all that. And uh, the second concept you were talking about with your business, when I asked you about energy, people, we're going to debunk this one. People say, well, we don't have enough energy. Um, here's, uh, here's something that always makes me laugh. It, it happens a lot with the younger generation. Uh, and I don't mean this younger generation. I mean, all of us when we were younger. We don't want to practice to go participate in the sport because we're tired. We don't want to go to practice. Can I skip practice today? What's one day skipping practice? I'm so tired. But when it's game time, you're in. Put me in, coach. I'm a starter. I'm a game player. I'm, I'm you know, I'm a player, as they say today. I'm a player. And uh, and and you, you know, you you're 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 LeBron James. You're Michael Jordan. Yes, I just put both of them in the same sentence to trigger all of you. Uh, it, it's it's it, but 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 when it comes time for practice, oh, I don't I don't want to. Pra- I'm so tired. Maybe I could take the day off, you know, just from practice. I never really understood that concept. You 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 have the energy when it's something you want to do, but you don't want to practice to get better at it. I never I never really get that. Um, uh, a lot of times, kids won't, or, or, or even adults, even even our even our our adolescents, our younger adults, 
going to college, how easy it was sometimes to just skip class. I'm going to skip class that day. I'm tired. But then you're you're out you're out a couple hours later partying with all your friends. You didn't go to class, you know. You didn't go to that three o'clock class. You didn't go to the four o'clock class. You didn't go to the five o'clock class. You skipped that day. By six thirty, you're at Penny Draft Night at Pogo's Pub on Liberty Street, Youngstown State University. Um, not that, that I ever a, did that. That. Was a, that was actually before my time. Yeah, yeah. Listen, not that I ever did that. I'm saying that people do that. I know I didn't stutter. I know I didn't skip a beat there. I'm not telling you that I did it. I'm telling you I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. And, uh, and, and so we're all guilty of this, right? We don't have the energy to go and, and, and participate in those classes to get that degree to, you know. Now, if you do this once or twice because you have to live life a little, that's one thing. But I had a buddy. I had a buddy who... I don't. I didn't even know he was going to school. That's how much he missed. Uh, and and uh, he he dropped out, and then he went back. He went back. He finished his degree. He's doing really well now. So, but I you can, know, I, I can tell you this: our on our first dinner, um, uh, when they were first walking us around the school, and it was the orientation. Yeah. The number one advice by the uh, person that was giving the the tour was stay out of Kill Collie Center. Okay. And that was where, you know, you had your, your, your restaurants, you had the pool tables, you had all these, you know, I majored in kill Kali. My, I, I don't know, my first, second, it got to a point where I went to our father and just said, you know, D- dad, listen, I, I think I know a way we could save money. <laughs> like yeah. this is not working. I am not ready for college. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it was in that moment, um, uh, we decided to, uh, you know, cut ties and and i moved on into the police academy yeah. uh because at that time you didn't need a college degree um but yeah that was that was i was just like your friend there i don't think many people saw me in class no no well you know kill call folks anybody who uh and, and a lot of our listeners uh may very well have gone to youngstown state university home of the penguins uh and kill Collie was definitely a, uh that's a death trap there uh meaning that your school career could be killed Right there in Kilcally Center, the pub, Arby's, uh, the pool tables. Yeah, yeah. It's it wasn't it wasn't it was good, but it wasn't good. Um, so so there's that. But before we go on, we're going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of energy. We're going to apply it to our sponsor. We have an ad coming up. Don't go anywhere, everyone. We'll be right back. Two Brothers One Mike is sponsored by YSN, your sports network, loyal, local, live. Hey everyone, it's Joe from Two Brothers, One Mike. For all of our sports enthusiasts out there from the Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania area with busy schedules, we know you can't always make it to the big game. Well, we have some great news for you. Now is your chance to listen or watch your favorite high school teams compete on the YSN Network. Covering multiple sports from more than 50 area high schools as well as Youngstown State University Baseball, and the Mahoney Valley Scrappers, and so much more. What's that? No longer live in the Northeastern Ohio or Western Pennsylvania area? No problem. You can go to YSNlive.com on any browser or download the YSN Live app, available on both the App Store and Google Play, so you can listen wherever you'd like to start your sports binge and streaming experiences today. Now, back to our podcast. Welcome back, everybody. So, Joe, I know, you know, we talked about time, we talked about energy, but 
you did briefly speak about money when you were talking about uh, your business. And a lot of people use this as a, this is the third part of this equation where they say, I just don't have the money. I don't obviously want you to throw out a figure on how much money you've spent. But when it comes to things that you need and what you do for a living, stuff doesn't go for a dollar fifty. Um, you have to be willing to commit. And what are so people will always say uh, there'd be a lot of people that would say in your position, yeah, I, I really would love to do that. I would love to try it, but I don't have that money. How do you what what what? How did you set that goal where you said, okay, listen, no, I don't have. Uh, you know, thousands of th- uh, however much money that we can only imagine how much that equipment costs and it just gets it more and more expensive right how did you approach that situation what what did you do not to make an excuse there so to begin you don't need the best of the best equipment um you know you just need something that works uh i also have been teaching now I, well, it's been a little bit, a little while where I was doing these little uh, uh, weekend courses, what have you, on how to how to do photography. And one of the biggest things I try to explain to people about their equipment, the most expensive piece, the most important part of the camera is the six to eight inches behind it. That's going to be your head. For those of you who are trying to figure out what I'm talking about, that's, that's this here, okay? You have to know how to use it. So it doesn't matter. Um, I've won... Not big elaborate contests, but I've won contests with a cell phone. Uh, if you know the principles, if you know the concepts, if you know everything that goes into, if you know about composition and you know about color and you know about temperature, um, uh, well, coloring temperature is basically the same thing, but you know about depth of field and how different things work, exposure. And anyways, it doesn't matter how expensive the equipment is. It matters how expensive the image looks. So, you know, there's a big difference between taking a picture and making a portrait, okay? A picture, everybody does with a cell phone. They're the ones who don't know to turn their, their phone sideways when they're doing videos or, or taking certain pictures. They're just snapping and, and Instagramming in their little square profiles, okay, and that's it. And that's fine. That's fine. I do it too, whatever. But when you're going for something a little bit different, again, it's more about the knowledge than it is the equipment. The equipment should never override the knowledge. So if I can, with a bare minimum, go out there with a minimalistic camera and start to grind on you know, some of these, these smaller family portraits to be able to save for the next piece of equipment that I know that I need, not that I want, not, not that's going to make, you know, me, uh, think that my images will be so much better if I have this piece of equipment. No, you have to learn how to get around that. And, uh, that's going to make it so that when you do achieve that new piece of equipment, whatever it may be, the better camera that's capable of this or that, uh, you're going to appreciate and learn how to use those additional, um, those additional, you know, whatever's added on those additional, yeah, yeah, those additional tools, um, all the better because you, you've learned all the workarounds. Okay. Uh, and so that's just it. So when it comes down, you don't have the money. Well, nobody says that you have to throw in, look, photography, I could get, God, uh, my lenses are more expensive than the camera itself. Okay. Uh, you know, yes, it can get very, very, very expensive, but I do not run out and say, Hey, let me just buy all my equipment at one shot because I won't be a photographer until then. If we're talking specifically about photography, you're a professional. The moment you charge somebody money and they pay you for your work. Now you're a professional photographer. 
and it sounds weird to say at first, but after you do a few family sessions or a few senior sessions, it becomes easier and easier. That's what I do. I'm a photographer. So, you know, again, my advice would be, it, it, you know, you can't use money as an excuse. Not when you could literally figure out a way to do something with a cell phone and make money with it. There's people out there doing videography with nothing more but an iPhone. The the, the new iPhones that are out with their uh, video capabilities, you can 1,000% do, uh, God, I've seen uh, uh, the indie films. Some of the biggest winners have... They've done everything right off, in a, right off of an iPhone with a, uh, with a special adapter lens that goes on the outside of their camera. So there's no reason. It's $150 adapter lens. I mean, I guarantee you, you have 150 Just don't eat that fast food every day or don't, you know, there's that one thing. I'll go to Burger want, King. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way to make it work. It's just that simple. Uh, some of the equipment that I had to get over this uh, gear to make this podcast to bring it to another level and another level. I don't know if my video quality is looking better right now, uh, but that's because of the new MacBook Pro that I had to get. Um, you know, I had to grind like crazy this entire year. These things aren't, aren't cheap, but money can't be the option. If I want the better quality for our podcast, if I want to, then I've got to be willing to put in the extra work um, and, and do, you know, go the extra mile. You have to be willing to do it. But I didn't start here. I didn't start with all the creme de la creme equipment. I started with bare minimums that I needed to make it work. And as it was working, I was able to uh, progress in my equipment and in my knowledge. Yeah. One piece, one day at a time. Um, and I, I hope, folks, I hope you listen to everything he was saying there. And, and the, the reason that I, I like when he brings all this to the table is because you can apply it to yourselves. And whatever background you're in uh, from your business life, your personal life. And when he talks about our podcast, uh, I had I had a little headphone thing, a little phone jack, speaker system, earphones on my little iPhone. And that's how we did the first three seasons. Now, I had to get a new, I had to get a Mac, right? And we worked on that. I had to get a microphone. This is not the end game. What you see in front of me, my end game looks kind of like what you see there on Joe's screen. Uh, and then some right down the road. We're even looking at more than that. Um, we're looking at uh, so we moved up a notch and, and the next the next phase is coming uh, on how we want to do this. But there was no way we're going to we're going to do this all at one time. It's going on a year and a half now that we've been doing the podcast. And, you know, there's there's a plan. There's a plan in place. And we just make we're making that move. One day at a time, one piece of equipment at a time. Apply that to you as well. And, and here's what always, and now here's where we debunk the money thing. You already did it um, with a drawn out process on how you do it in your business. Folks should apply that to their business. But here's another thing. And it's funny we talk about the iPhone uh, because that was the example I was going to give anyway. We won't, we won't spend the money on a piece of equipment, a skilled trades class. People who are, there's a lot of people talking about skilled trades now, you know, the, the electricians, the plumbers, the carpenters, uh, the pipe fitters. The, these people are becoming more and more um, uh, prevalent. They're, they're, they, they are becoming extremely, and they've always been important, but their, skill, their skills are not going away. It's becoming more and more of an avenue for young people to look at outside of college. Um, where they can have one heck of a lifestyle 
um, doing what they love if it's something that they love to do. Um, I wouldn't want anybody to be an electrician if they didn't want to be an electrician. That could be dangerous. Um, But you look at a course, and let's say the course is $1,500, okay? And you say, that's just too much money. Instead of figuring out a way to pay for that course, whether it's a part-time job, whatever it is you need to do to make that money, I don't mean anything, folks. Don't go rob a bank. I'm talking about within the limit of the law, uh, go and do what you need to do to make that money, figure out payment plans. No, I'm, I'm not doing it. You use that as an excuse for that opportunity. Right before you go buy the brand new iPhone 12, and all these adaptions and, and all these little instead of getting instead of getting the eight, okay, a used iPhone eight. Which folks, I, Joe will tell you, I'm not getting the twelve until the fifteen is out. I never buy the brand new phone. I don't do it. Now, do I have an iPhone three? If I was, if it still worked, I would have it. But it would not work, right? It would not work, Joe. So. So my, my point is, uh, I start off a little bit lower in what my purchases are, and then I work my way up. I don't immediately have to have the new thing. The biggest problem we have in this country is that we have to have everything that just came out, and we have to have it now. Yeah, and your 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 mic is your mic is no, off. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know. What, what oh, you're just I'm nodding. Saying? You're just nodding yeah. at me. Yeah. What one of the uh, uh, one of the other things you want to add in there too? Um, you know, when we talk about getting uh, uh, the bare minimum, there have been jobs that I've done for no other reason but to get X amount of equipment. Like this whole week, this whole uh, fall sessions that I was doing every weekend, mm-hmm. all of that grind was to was for no other reason but to get the MacBook Pro. That was yep. that was the whole reason why I was doing it. So there have been times where all of my profit was only meant for the upgrade because I know with the upgrade now. I'll be able to, uh, the reason why I did that folks wasn't for the webcam. Uh, it was for the, the editing processing, everything that I else that I do when it comes to the podcast and when it comes to the photography as well. Um, you know, so that being said, I know that I can get that much more work done that much quicker to bring on the next project. So now I'm not held up and I can move faster. If I'm moving faster, I'm getting more done. And if I'm getting more done, I'm getting more money. So sometimes, yeah, sure. I may level out this year. So what did you profit? Even if it was zero, even if it was negative 10, which I hope, because I don't like to pay all sorts of taxes, but let's say, you know, even if it was negative 10, I still have the chance of making a, of undoing all that hard work the following year because now the equipment that I have will allow me to get that much more clients uh, clientele's work done, um, getting me paid more and faster. Yeah, listen, you said something there that that made perfect sense. Uh, we we're talking about time, we're talking about energy, right, and we're talking about money. If you put in the time and you put forth the energy, it actually equals more money. Right, so all three of them are on the same. They're in the same parallel, in that same universe. If you're going to put in the time, if you're going to make the excuse that you don't have the time, and you're going to make the excuse that you don't have the energy, then don't complain when all of that doesn't pay off in the end, and you don't have the money. All right, and people say money's not everything. It is not everything, 
But boy, it sure is nice to have every now and then, right? I mean, it, it takes so much stress off of so many other things. Les Brown, a uh, great motivational speaker, always says that your money's not everything, but it sure is nice to have. You know what I mean? And he puts it's, it in a funnier way. It's it's sort of the old uh, adage, and, and it's funny because I think it kind of applies to what you're saying today, too. You have people that instead of – in Okay. Instead of going out and, and putting in the grind and trying to get more more work done and get more money, they'll fall back and and try to take this this kind of uh, uh, I don't know. They'll take this position where it's like, well, you know, money's the root of all evil. It's like, come on, man. Uh, listen, money is not the root of all evil. What you do with money may be evil, okay? Right. But that does not mean it is the root of it. Uh, the root of evil is in your heart. It has nothing to do with the money, but you're using that as an excuse uh, instead of going out and going to work get, get, and getting paid. <laughs> so, yeah. no, don't, you know, I, I just, I buy that as, I, I see that as uh, like a poor excuse to get out of earning money. I get, get out of work. So let's we just we just had Kurt and Rachel Tucker on um, a couple episodes ago, folks. Great, a great episode talking about success. Kurt Tucker said this money equals freedom. Uh, Kurt, entrepreneur, uh, author, uh, life coach, uh, father of four, husband. And and uh, he's if you go to the show, you'll you'll hear his entire day from 5 a.m. What is it? Four quarters, I believe. Five to nine, nine to five. Five to nine, three quarters. I got that wrong somewhere. Three quarters, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. that he counted it sleep, but yeah, I think that was kind of uh, a given. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Yeah, nine to five. Okay. So but that being said, um, money equals freedom. All right. It gives you the opportunity to do so much more with your life. It frees up time. It gives you so much more energy. And so again, all of them combine together to equal that that success we talked about. And, and when you're making excuses that you don't have enough time and you don't have enough energy, you're definitely not going to make the money, then don't complain about the freedom. And that being said, we want to hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps, Perfectly Prepared Portions. Hey, Youngstown Area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bob. Do you find yourself dreading all of the specifics when it comes to prepping your meals for the week? I mean, calculating calories and macros can be such a pain, which for many of us can result in losing our momentum when we're starting a new eating lifestyle. Now, I know for me, I was constantly figuring out which foods to eat so I wouldn't only stay under calories, but also maintain my macros. What's more is I hated the idea of eating the same thing every day simply because I finally came up with that perfect combination. But then I found Kitchen Apps. Founded in 2015 by Tom Kitchen Apps, their mission is simple. They created a personalized selection of flavorful gourmet meals that are perfectly portioned and nutritionally balanced to fit their clients' lifestyles, as well as their physical needs, all for a very affordable price. You receive three meals plus two snacks for five days, so your whole work week is completely taken care of. And yes, there are options to add or subtract meals as you need them for the weekends too. So for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. So, Joe, today um, I, I think you gave some fantastic examples when it comes to um, the excuses that we make uh, when it comes to chasing after an opportunity. And I think what people need to understand is this can't be um, – Something we're not talking about something we don't want to do. 
We're talking about we don't go after things in our life that we we would love to do, that we were meant to do. We can see it. Um, you want to be an actor. You you have a passion for it. Every time you watch a movie, every time you every time you go to a play, you just you get this different type of energy where you're like, man, I would love to just give that a shot. But then you make all the excuses. Where would I have the time? I have a full time job. Uh, how much are acting classes? Well, why do you have to go to New York? Why can't you start off in a small town USA and slowly make it right? Um, and, and then, you know, you go into that and you, you, well, how much energy will I even have to be able to put put everything into this, you know, into my characters? And you're making every excuse in the world using those three concepts. And so that's what we're talking about there. And And you're not looking at what priority is here. And that's you being happy. And, and the other three things, if you work on those three things, the way that Joe talked about how he works on his business and all the concepts we brought today to the show, if you look at all that and you listen to that show that we have in the description of the podcast about making goals, making plans or making excuses, try to apply that to what can make you or push you to motivate yourself to try what you were meant to do meant to be it's not about things today we're not discussing things that we weren't supposed to talk about or that we weren't supposed to go after in life you know people could say to me um about being listen a lot of my family were police officers there was this there was this passion about being in police work it wasn't just that people said uh i guess i'm gonna have to wear a badge that isn't the way it worked for my dad for my brother on the other side of this mic for my uncles, for my grandfather, um, and and cousins, and and uh, a couple of good friends, uh, it wasn't the way it worked for them. It, it's it has to be something that you desire to do, because that's not an easy job, uh, for sure. Um, if if this podcast is something I desire to do, I desire to talk to people about exercise. I desire about talking about um, nutrition. I desire talking about being the best Jew. I love doing interviews. I love talking to people about about overcoming adversity and persevering. If I didn't love doing this, folks, Joe, Joe will tell you this. This takes a lot of effort, podcasting. It takes a lot of writing. It takes a lot of researching. It takes, Joe will tell you about the editing. Um, you may notice right now, those of you who are viewing the show, if you're looking at our our border, uh, all that is Joe. And if you notice, you don't see as much right now. And that's because Joe is in the process of figuring a few things out and looking to bring more to the table down the road. And right now he ran into a few glitches, so they don't see all that, right? Be transparent, yeah, uh, Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning as we go. Uh, and this is just proof of it. Yeah. So, uh, we'll definitely be bringing back the, what's coming up next and, and, you know, the different social media handles and some of our little calls to action that we've had on there. Uh, but in the time being, it's just going to be a little plain Jane. Uh, but you know what? The important thing of this whole show is what we're talking about. So, okay. Maybe it's not as pretty looking, but you still have us on the screen. So there's that. This is, this is how Joe deflects what we were uh, deflects from himself and puts it all back on me again. Um, and so that being said, but, but, but in all honesty, all jokes aside, um, it's, it's, it's that whole thing. And I think uh, Kurt, I'm a, I keep bringing him up. Kurt and Rachel talked about this. 
you know, the two steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, two steps back. And so we're just working on that as we go. Uh, we don't, we don't make the excuse. Let's just stop the show for now until no the show must go on, uh, as they say in show business. Um, and so you have to, you have to be able to accept the challenges. You have to take the risks and the line in the Wizard of Oz said it best: "Courage." Right? I wish. I wish I would have. I just that just came into my head. If I would have thought about this when I was writing the show, Joe, I would have. I would have did one of his lines from the movie and entertained everybody. And I'm sure everybody's upset about that now. But when he talks about courage, it's 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 so important to understand that courage will help deflect the excuse making. It'll take that and it'll put that to the back burner. When you have courage, you're willing to fail in order to succeed. And so taking the risks, accepting the challenges, and having courage is what we should be looking at. Not, not, I'm never going to have that kind of money to be able to do that. I'm not going to have the time and I'm not going to have the energy. It's so exhausting. That right there is where we make our biggest mistake. Is there anything you want to add Joe, or did we pretty much cover it all already today on this show? Well, first off, it took Uh me a minute to catch back up to what you were saying because, man, you brought up the line, and in this entire time, I'm thinking about the whole speech he's given, him singing how he's king of the forest with the the cape on, well, the rug, and the the broken pot, and I just, I'm I'm, I'm just one of my favorite characters on the show anyways okay so anything to add no not really uh i think we've pretty much covered everything as much as we can you know just uh uh you know folks have to kind of do some some uh uh, self-realization and in in thinking about what it is that they're holding off on and exactly why and not so much why but what you can do to not only avoid it but to get over that hump because there's always there's always got to be something there's you know there's there's something that you're not willing to do and that only falls on one person so you know it's just something you have to kind of you you really have to answer to yourself about it's funny you just said that because when i listened i went back and listened to the show that you're going to include in this podcast in season one you said that same exact thing almost almost to a t scary almost in quotes well, I mean, uh, so, it's me. I, I didn't change my yeah. mind, I, I guess. No. That is weird, yeah. though. I, I didn't know that I said that. that yeah. You okay. said something almost exactly to that, to that too. But what, but what is it you want to say about next week's show is what I want to know. Yeah, so next week we're going to be talking about protein and not just the macronutrient. Uh, you know, we have some, some hacks and some ideas that we want to talk about. And, Tony, maybe you could go ahead and elaborate on that. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to get into the, 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 the makeup of protein. Okay, the macronutrient itself. We're not going to get into that. Uh, we've talked about protein, I guess you could say sparingly. Uh, and everybody knows that nutrition is part of this show. Uh, and and so we've talked about it. And people, I, if I had to take all three of them, Joe, I would say it's everybody's most important one. It's, every, it's the one everybody looks at. How much protein should I be taking in? We're going to discuss that. We will. I want to talk about three or four, maybe even five protein I hate to use the word hacks, but protein hacks because it makes it seem like uh, it's not as important. You know what I mean? But when you're on the go, a lot of people will say to me, I don't have time to make these chicken dishes, um, these these hamburger dishes, these these steaks, these fish 
uh, dish, you know, things that are packed with lots of protein. I don't have time for that all the time. So what do you, what, what kind of products do you use? And I'm, I'm going to bring that up. We're going to talk about the different types of products I use, which are, you know, you know, snap your fingers and there it is right in front of you. Some of them, 9 to 15, 10 to 15 grams of protein, some of them 30 grams of protein in one sitting. I'm going to show everybody how you can get in a third of your body weight in one sitting, okay, easily. For me, at about 188 pounds or so, I would say that if I'm taking in in one sitting um, 65, 70 grams of protein, I do it easily. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a few other things in terms of meal prep. So that's coming up next week. All right. Until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, or opinions, you can leave us a message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Listen. Don't, if I were you guys, after you listen to this episode, go back and listen to the episode in the description of the podcast to get even more clarification of what we're talking about. And Joe, November 1st, 1956, the first time The Wizard of Oz aired here in the United States of America. You're welcome. Be the best you, everybody. I'm out of here.